0: Video game news and video game music. This is Progress Bar. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Progress Bar. My name is Anthony Shelton. Today's going to be a short topic day. Short show today. I only got one topic. I got, uh... I guess a heavy case of bubble guts in the middle of the night. And I wasn't sure how well I was going to be feeling while I was preparing the show early in the morning. So I just kind of prepared a short show. I'm feeling better now. But I didn't know how I was going to feel at the time. So... Short show today. Got songs from Life Formed and Sonic Picnic today. And you can contact me at SirKibble2 on Twitter or at Progress Bar Show also on Twitter. Or by email, anthony at Radio.com. So on Twitter, if you were... If you have followed me on Twitter... what's up Jaeger? what's up Azura, also if you're listening live, come on, hop in the chat, let me know you're here, if you follow me on Twitter, you've probably seen a few tweets I was tweeting out about Payday 2, and I have to say, I was a little bit wrong on those tweets, I have to apologize, I was wrong about some of them, uh, most of them, I read this article on Kotaku discussing what Overkill said to the fan base, the Payday 2 fan base, about the microtransactions that they put in. And based on that article, I had a few reactions. Overkill, definitely not innocent, but I also thought they were, for the most part, justified in adding the microtransactions. And there's a part of me that still feels that way. And I, you know, kind of got on the community. I'm like, hey, overreacting, right? Nothing wrong with microtransactions in a game in and of itself. Guys gotta do business. They gotta make money. I'm preparing my notes. I'm going with this certain angle. I'm like, okay. But, you know, I want to be responsible. So I, I continue to do research on the topic. What's going on? So I dig a little deeper and... Every time I find something and I dig deeper, Overkill just looks worse and worse and worse. And I'm like, ooh, okay, Overkill, you are uh, you weren't particularly wholly innocent at first, but now you're just looking really bad. So I've been spitting my head about this story the... Whole time. So, Overkill basically jacked up something really simple. They put microtransactions in Payday 2. Okay. In and of itself, not really a big deal. But, the way they implemented it, oh my god. So, so bad. So, in Payday 2, they have these once every, I don't know, year, every month, whatever, a few times... Crime Fests. They're called Crime Fests. And during these Crime Fests, after you complete a heist, you get a random skin. This random skin for a weapon could give it a boost of some sort, or it's just a kind of customization option. So that's been the typical thing, I think, for the last two years. Now, they've implemented these type of microtransactions where... Instead of these skin drops, these random skin drops, now safes are part of a random drop. Now, these safes can only be unlocked by paying $2.50. The only way they can be unlocked. And now they've recently made a change. Now you could pay. Either $2.50 to acquire a drill to open the safe, or at the end of a heist, you'll get a random drill to open one of the safes that you've gotten from the loot drop. Now, the problem is, it's not the fact that, oh, there's a safe. The problem is, is that when you get a safe, it replaces one of the random skin customizations that you could get. So instead of getting maybe a skin customization and a safe that you have to pay for to open to get something from it, the safe just completely takes over. Now, you don't always get a safe, but it's likely you can get a safe. Pretty dumb. That's pretty bad. You go from two years of having the game play a certain way. You expect it. And then without warning. Boom. Safe. Microtransactions. Overkill gave no warning. That they were doing this. Okay. So should they have communicated that change before? Uh yeah. Definitely. Especially when you've already promised. We're never going to add microtransactions. Now. Now. With that said, a lot of people are mad because they originally said they were never going to add microtransactions. I'm okay with that. Two years ago, business context changed. They are now published by 505. 505 bought some rights into Starbreeze, all that stuff. Starbreeze uh, acquired Overkill. So Overkill is a subsidiary of Starbreeze. 505 put some money into them. Things change. I understand that. I'm okay with that. That doesn't bother me at all. But they gave no warning. You just throw it in there and expect everybody to just accept it. And especially the way you do it, where it replaces the random loot drops, you're freaking insane overkill. They've reversed it now where you could get a drill which you typically have to pay for to open the safe as a random loot drop but still why can't you just make it a skin customization and a safe or just a skin customization or anytime you get a safe you get a skin customization that way the people who don't want to pay don't have to be punished as such it's ridiculous are all microtransactions bad? no, I'm not gonna go there I'm not going to say... at all I look at League of Legends, a lot of people are satisfied with the microtransactions that are in that game. They're fine. That's okay. Azura says, Yo, be fair. In the same breath where he said never, he also said, I hope not. That was one person uh, who said never and I hope not. Uh, one of them said that. Another one said something along the lines of no, that, that's never going to happen, and you should f- feel silly for thinking such a thing. So one person was like, I hope not. The other person was like, nah, it ain't happening. So we got two different things being said by Overkill, but essentially they both were saying, nah, it, it no microtransactions. Now, again, I'm okay with the business plan changing. But you have to execute that business plan in such a way that doesn't get the community riled up like this. Like I said, I'm okay with microtransactions when they're implemented well. You look at League of Legends. You look at Team Fortress 2. Microtransactions are involved in those games. But they're not egregious. They're not forced upon. They don't make you feel like, oh, I just have to buy it in order to get what I want. I always give microtransactions a fair shot, it could be a, a fine way, I have no problem with companies making money, no problem with that at all, people call, oh, you guys are being greedy, here's the thing, I, I don't know if this is Overkill being greedy, and I, I, I haven't settled on this yet, I'm still kind of working it out, but may, maybe they're being desperate, I don't know, it's, it's weird, Because in the explanation on Reddit, they call themselves an independent developer. But technically, they're a subsidiary of Starbreeze. So they can't be an independent developer because Starbreeze is publicly traded. Therefore, Overkill being a subsidiary of Starbreeze, that automatically means they are also publicly traded. Even though Overkill itself is not listed On the NASDAQ or the Dow or anything like that. So are they independent? I mean, based on the research I've done, technically, no. But then you get into all the weird stuff that's going on with Activision and Bungie. Bungie is still technically independent. They're private. But they have a 10-year contract with Activision and they're being published by Activision for Destiny. It's weird. I don't know. They might still be independent by something I'm not quite aware of. I, I don't think they would insult the intelligence of the community that much to call themselves independent when it's easy to look up that they wouldn't be. So maybe there's something I'm missing. I'm okay with being wrong about that. But based on the research I've done, no, they're not independent. So I'm assuming they're getting money from 505 Games. Because that's their publisher. Because Starbreeze, they own Overkill and they also own another company. That's not that, that's not necessarily they're getting money from Starbreeze for Payday. Otherwise, I don't see the purpose of 505 putting money into Overkill, Starbreeze, for Payday. If that's the case... Maybe they wouldn't need the money anyway, but I don't know. I mean, this could be a way for 505 to make more money. Fair. It's business practice. So is this microtransactions a byproduct of that? Quite possibly. More than likely. Does Overkill publish games with anyone other than Starbreeze? Overkill doesn't publish. Overkill develops. Starbreeze publishes. But Starbreeze acquired Overkill. So any game that Overkill makes, it's automatically got the Starbreeze name on it because they're a subsidiary of Starbreeze. So when you look at who developed uh, Payday 2, it says Overkill because Overkill is a subsidiary of Starbreeze and they keep their own name. But it's technically Overkill and Starbreeze. And when 505 acquired a contract with Starbreeze about doing more with Payday until like 2030 something. The money goes to Starbreeze, not necessarily Overkill. It's weird. It gets it gets all funky, but at the end of the day, Starbreeze Overkill developed Payday 2. They didn't pub Starbreeze didn't publish Overkill didn't publish 505, published it. So whether or not they're independent, I mean, that gets funky real quick. So are they being greedy? Eh, It it might possibly, if it's 505, trying to get money. Because, you know, they're trying to get money back on their investment. It makes sense. You invest in something, you want some return, of course. So I'm not going to say, no, that's not a factor. The other question is, are they getting enough money to do more with Payday 2 from 505? They said they're putting money into it, and it seems like quite a bit of money, but 505 also publishes other games. Now, this all comes down to contract. I have no idea what the contract is. That's not information available on the internet. At least, not that I found. So, that gets a little funky. Because a 505 really isn't giving that much to Starbreeze to do more with what Overkill wants to do with Payday 2, because they also went from 25 staff to 75 staff. If we take an arbitrary number like $40,000 a year for each person in salary, that's going from $1 million that the, that Overkill needs to pay the staff to $3 million that Overkill needs to pay the staff. They said they wanted to hire more people to do more with Payday 2. Okay, that's fine. That's your business model. That's your plan. Okay, how are you going to do that plan? Is it with microtransactions? Okay, that should have been communicated to the fans because you said you weren't going to do it. But hey, here's the reason why. But then it gets funky because you call yourself an independent developer. And at face value, that just looks like a bold face lie. So it's hard to take that explanation and go, oh yeah, that just makes perfect sense. And then on top of that, let's just add the cherry on top. You pretty much force the microtransactions on us. Good job, Overkill. Way to make yourself look good. Now, does Overkill need to remove the microtransactions entirely? Mm, yes. At this point, yes. If they want to return the favor of their fans, because everybody's bought. Now, anybody who's bought Payday 2 has already bought Payday 2. All right, and it's a fine game. It is a fun game. I own it. Have it on PC. It's fun. I had a good time with it. But my goodness, you got to be kidding me. At this point, yeah, you got to take the microtransactions out and figure something else out. You got to. No more you, you can't just oh, instead you could get a drill that can open the safe. Now you, you got to figure something else out. They decided not to go with Payday 3. I don't know why. I mean, Payday 2's got legs, but... At some point, you're going to have to make Payday 3. Payday 2's only going to last so long. I don't know. I would say there's a lot of missteps Overkill is doing. And this is the biggest one for sure. But they, the damage has been done they have got to change their business plan and make it work. Alright, this song is Sirens Before the Storm. It is by Sonic Picnic. You can find it on the Awesome Nuts original soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar. That is Sirens Before the Storm. That is by Sonic Picnic. You can find that on the Awesomenauts original soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. We got this uh, Sony Paris Games event going on right now. So, you know, if you're looking forward to watching that, Ending the show pretty soon. Got one song for you, though. This is Upside Down Stalagmite by Lifeform. You can find it on the Fast Fall original soundtrack, which is Dust Force. You can find that on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar. is Upside Down stalagmite by Life Formed. That is on Fastfall, the Dust Force original soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. Alright. That'll do it for today's show. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the new game potentially, the new Star Wars game potentially coming out. That was previously canceled. It's a Darth Maul beat up I have some thoughts about that. I'll do my take on it. Love to hear what you have to say about it. That's going to do it for today. I am going to drink some water, stay healthy, go get Halo 5 so I can start installing it. Remember, you can contact me at SirKibble2 on Twitter, at Progress Bar Show, also on Twitter. By email, Anthony at ProgressBarRadio.com. Thank you for joining the chat. El Zorro and Jaeger. Thanks for listening. Hopefully there's some good news that comes out of this Paris Games event. Sony Paris Games event. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Later.